Welcome back to Test Talks. My name is Tessa and I'm your host. Today's episode is brought to you by GetOutPass. Don't forget to use my code TESTTALKS at getoutpass.com to get your family fun passes now. Today we are continuing our month of love with a conversation I had with my friends Joey and Shannon about their unconditional friendship. This was such a fun conversation I had with them and I'm excited to introduce them to you. So let's get started. to be here with my friend Joey and Shannon. I asked you to be here to talk about friendship. So the first question I usually ask my friends is what did you think about me when you first met me? Oh my gosh, where does that start? So I I can't help but to think of my kids before I think of you because they're like, you know, the blonde girl with the long nails because you had long nails. And so that was how I associated who you were before actually knowing you was, you know, the blonde. Oh my gosh. That's hilarious. And you met her through me though, right? Yeah. First time at like the bonfire, maybe I met you. Yeah. I do remember like the first PGA meeting I was in and you were there because you did reflections. I was like, Oh my gosh, who is this woman? She just has so much energy and she just talk, 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 talk. And her hair is gorgeous. And like, whoa, I need to be friends with this girl. I mean, you're a little bit more outspoken than I am, but we're, I think we're kind of similar. And so like, I don't think you're a lot. You know? Right. And then Shannon's like this quiet, beautiful. I mean, you're both beautiful, but she's like this quiet, elegant lady. So then I was like, wait, you guys are friends? (laughs) (laughs) We are the epitome of yin and yang. (laughs) Right. So like the first thing I wanted to know, like, when did you guys meet? How'd you guys become friends? You can start because I know my part. (laughs) We've all heard my part. We talked together. Joey was co-teacher in my classroom. I had worked with co-teachers in the past who came in and sat in the back of the room and left when class was over. And that was basically what co-teaching was to me. They were they were there as extra support if you needed them. You just had to go ask them. And Joey walked in and said, I've been assigned to your room and why isn't my name on your board? And I was like, oh, okay, I'll make you a sign. I live here now. <laughs> <laughs> that was basically it. She's like, we're a team. This is how this works. Laid it out in the beginning. We had a lot of similarities right off the bat. Like once we started talking, we were in similar places in our lives and, you know, just thinking about starting families and both desperately trying to start a family, going through fertility treatments Mm -hmm. and same doctor. And it, you know, it was just, it was instant bonding because those moments or those struggles that you go through, it's, it's powerful to have somebody that's going through the exact same thing. Yeah. It, for us first meeting again, I was the one that was being like pushed in to these four different teachers classrooms and so for me it was you know it didn't really matter I was fine with that I knew my position but for whose room you're entering like for those other people it's a lot different a lot harder I was floating around I was like I'm here now this is what we're gonna do this is how we're gonna do it you're the content specialist I'm the ESE teacher um you you know what to teach I know how to teach it we're going to do it. And this is how it's going to be. And we're going to do it. We're going to be a team. And I was very confident in what I was doing. So I wasn't the one being like intruded on. So I felt like I was totally comfortable with my position and what I was doing. And then 
I think it was another girl that I was talking to that we worked with when I was talking, because again, I'm pretty open and honest about everything that's going on in my life. And I had said that we were trying to get pregnant and whatever. And the girl that I said that to, she's like, oh, you need to talk to Shannon because she's in a very similar situation. And I'm like, sure, I'll jump into her uterus. <laughs> Just met her. <laughs> And so Shannon, being who she is, was probably like, oh my God, I just met this girl and we're already talking about our uterus. <laughs> like we, we but that is what happened. Yeah. And for me, it was, I don't know, I was going through it. It was, it was great to have someone to talk to, but I'm pretty like out there and open and whatever. Shannon was probably like not talking to anybody about that or. No, I really wasn't because I was the only person that I knew going through it. Everyone else was just getting pregnant by accident. You know, we were at that time in our lives. That's a really hard thing to go through. I think, I mean, I've never gone through it. I can't imagine, but when I've seen people go through it, it's really a hard thing. So I think it's awesome that you guys were able to support each other and be there for each other with that. You, and your kids, they're the same age, right? Or like one year, one, yeah, year. one year apart. But really like, that's where like the lines, it's so blurry because Shannon was such a part of everything from that moment of me even trying to get pregnant and, you know, getting shots in my belly and, you know, like her having to like witness all of that part of like the IVF treatment and um she was like oh no I can't do this I would never I can't do this or whatever and then going through it with me and then she's like I think I can do it you know like then she was she felt more confident about her own process yeah. and moving forward with it going through that with me but then even me getting pregnant having the baby she was my right hand because I had two I was outnumbered from the beginning and Shannon was still working when I had the babies. She would stop by often. I'm not going to say every day, but often on her way home from work so that I could shower or brush my teeth or whatever before Dave got home from work. So she would take care of the babies. And you know how that is probably too, where then it's like, oh, I could do, you know, yeah. you just makes you oh, want to yeah. be around just, babies, yeah. not your own. You had a hundred percent success rate. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, all right, I'm, I'm doing this even more now because yeah. These, yeah. kids are so we'll, cute. Uh, mortgage the house. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it can happen. We'll have a baby. <laughs> I want to. <laughs> <laughs> but did you, or was it just luck? <laughs> just, actually, your your twins are the best, and I've met your daughter Shannon, and she and she's extremely talented. Absolutely amazing. I'm so glad that you guys had each other to go through that, and I'm so glad that your kids are friends. Yeah, and they've I mean they've stayed friends even now that some of them are off at college. Ava's the youngest, awesome. be 18 in a few months. That's crazy. And it's crazy. And you know, what's crazier is we were such close friends and the kids were so close. And then we decided to like push the envelope even farther and move across the street <laughs> when, when Ava was like 10. And how was that? Like, how did that affect your relationship of being even closer to each other? That's exactly what it did. Like it just put us in each other's lives on a daily basis. So you never yeah, got maybe, angry with each other or sick of each other? Maybe we were on like a, just a weekend basis yeah, then. Yeah. And maybe not even every weekend, but it went from, you, you know, know, like a 16 minute drive in ball. Right. That now is just a walk. Oh yeah. A golf cart right away. Yeah. And with the kids, 
it became, you know, they were close anyway. And so they would fight like siblings or, you know, have those up and down or whatever. And that intensified too. Like Anthony and Ava would go to blow, you know, like they would get so mad at each other. 11 years old. But it didn't matter. You know, it's like, like, what do you do? You know, you've got four kids, you know, when that (laughs) happens, whatever, you just deal with it. It's not like you're kicking one kid out or you're not going to see that kid. So we didn't give them that option. It's not like, oh yeah, Ava upset you. So now you're not going to see her. No, you work it out. We're going over there in an hour, (laughs) you know? I love that. I love that. That was one of the things I really liked about you and and Dave was that, well, and I still like it, but when we first met, (laughs) you know, I'd be like, oh, well, he can't, what, wait. And you're like, let him work it out. What's the big deal? And I was like, oh, really? Like people do that? Yeah. That is definitely what we did. I think that's really good for friendships because it makes them stronger. Oh, they, if not only stronger, stronger is a great word. It's deeper. It's yeah. It's like a a family connection. Yeah. You can't get, you're not getting rid of her. I don't care that she upset you or like she's here to stay, you know, it's just, you have those people in your life that it's fine. You agree to disagree or you don't even have to be the same or have things in common or whatever. I mean, Miranda and Ava are very different, but on a heart level, they're very close because they know they can depend on each other. They know that that love for each other is deeper than we're into different things right now, or we're into different, we're in different places in our life. It's just different for them. And that is not something, I mean, my kids have had a lot of friends and, you know, still do, but they don't find that within their birth friends. You know, they've known each other since birth, longstanding, <laughs> going strong. They don't hate each other. <laughs> <laughs> Which is good, right? Well, I've always wanted like a lifelong friend. Like that was always my dream. I'm not in contact with anyone that I would have known from birth. <laughs> I'm not even, I'm really only in contact with one person from my my youth at all. You know, I know you guys weren't friends from youth, but your, your bond is really, I think it's something that people really want to aspire to. I can see why. I, it's so special. It's so like, people say it all the time. That's why I say I could see it. They say, you know, you're so lucky to have, you know, I don't love that word when people use it, but even with a lot of friends, you go through like ups and downs and ins and outs. And honestly, that's really not our story. No, We don't have the ups and downs and ins and outs. Not that there's anything wrong with that. We, we just, we don't, I don't know. I think a lot of it is just our personalities. However, that chemistry works. It doesn't involve a lot of conflict. It sounds kind of weird to say, but it's true. You know, especially when you have other friendships that are more naturally up and down or don't agree about a lot of things. And Well, because you guys have other friends too, like other different friend groups that you each hang with. And then some of them you both hang with, right? Yeah. It's like a Venn diagram. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Very good explanation. Nice ours. So have those relationships or those group friends, like have they ever influenced your friendship to make it stronger or even try to break it apart? Or is it something that's just totally separate and doesn't? I don't think it's separate because anybody that knows me knows Shannon. True. And <laughs> I, I, I kind of feel like it's vice versa. There's not many people that Shannon would like talk about or do things with or whatever that don't know who I am. And it's not just like, oh, because they've like seen me on Facebook, you know, or seen me with her. It is because we've been introduced, you know, we've been around each other. So 
I think it's always in a, a, a social way. It's, it's not separated at all. That's awesome. Have you guys, how have you helped each other to like grow to be the person you are today? Like how have you influenced each other been there through hard times, things like that. Well, I wash my face now because of her. <laughs> and, and I'm a retired runner because of her. <laughs> we, I love it. <laughs> we are such better people because of each other. That's just like, you know, the surface of it. What's funny. We, because of our personalities, even being different, we pick up those things from each other you know, me washing my face and having a skincare routine or doing something that's, you know, good for my body is usually uh, inspired by Shannon or, you know, eating some, you know, organic cookie instead of, you know, <laughs> that's, chocolate chip cookie. <laughs> yeah, that's because Shannon bought it for me from Whole Foods and is like, this is amazing. You have to have this. But then same thing on the, on the other end years ago, Shannon would have freaked out to not have a plan of, you know, us coming over for dinner and have like the full spread all planned out in her head. When she moved across the canal, we were just together all of the time and it forced her to be okay with not planning and not having, yeah, all of a sudden growth for me because I really struggled with it. I thought I was going to struggle with it more, just like not being able to know that if you're leaving, I have 16 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> do whatever needs to be done to be presentable when someone comes over. Yeah. If I told her before, when she lived further away that I was coming over, it, she still had those 16 minutes to get ready. But now if I say I'm coming over, I'll be there in 30 seconds. Yeah. I'm already in. It's actually, yeah. <laughs> I'm usually already there. I'm like, I'm outside. <laughs> that was a definite growth thing for her because it wasn't just about me either. It was because our husbands are best friends that now my husband is just going to walk through your house. Like, I hope you're dressed because <laughs> he's just coming over and the kids, you know, they golf cart age when they started being able to drive, they would just come and go as they pleased. And, you know, you had to be ready for it at all times. Well, but there's no pressure though to, okay, now I have to look model perfect, you know, and I have to have, Oh, it's very, it's yeah. And it's, it's less for me. It's less about how I look. It's more about how the house looks. God forbid the pillow is not where the pillow is supposed to be on the couch, you know, in the right direction <laughs> with the karate chop. <laughs> where that is the last thing that I'm noticing on in anybody's house I always say that like if you're coming to my house to see my baseboards don't come please <laughs> look at mine because I just washed them for you to come over <laughs> oh that's so awesome see you see how different that is <laughs> yes I think it's hilarious I want to hear like what your favorite memory of each other, or like if you went on a vacation, that was your favorite, or you guys went through something hard. Like what is your favorite so far to this date thing that you guys have done together or gone through together? Oh my. Okay. If you don't have one, that's okay. Just. Oh, I mean, (laughs) getting you to go on a cruise without your husband for my 45th birthday, I wanted a girl's cruise and I did not think we were going to get her on that ship. Yeah. That was huge. That was a big and very, there's so many memories of just like that one trip. Yeah, that was amazing. But that is, that was just a big thing that then she, like, even the way she presented it to me, like she knew, like, this is 
probably going to be yeah. a no. Yeah. But like, I love you. I really want you to come. I know her feelings if you don't go. Oh, and that's it, cool. So you were all right if she didn't go. I would never want anyone to feel uncomfortable to make me happy. Oh, that's funny. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's what I should live by. <laughs> see, you see that inspiration? <laughs> Total inspiration. Oh, yeah. did you see that? Hmm. Well, that's cool. And how long did it take you to be okay with, with going? I think, I don't even, I don't remember the amount of time it took me to actually make the well, decision. I think that was even more, like you couldn't really waver on it because we had to buy the rooms. People were making assignments and picking rooms together and putting down deposits and so you had to make the decision early. It wasn't like a, I'll, I'll give it some thought and commit to it in, in October. Yeah. I don't typically have to think about things anyway. So I, I think that you're going to, you know, get my first response. You ask me a question, you're going to get the response. And if it's not the response you want, it's kind of like, sorry. I think my initial response was yes. You know, like, okay, I'll do it. Oh no. <laughs> you know, like, cause more for the experience and the, you know, wanting to be a part and not, not have FOMO, whatever. Like I want to do it. I want to do it. I don't know if I can, but I want to. And even when we were on the trip, like getting off the boat was a big deal. Remember? We yeah. Like, you don't have to come off the ship if you don't want to, if you don't want to, like, if you want to stay, we're going to go to the beach for a couple hours. And I was like, no, I, th I think I can do it. I, th I think I'm going to be okay. There was the, it's those, those really, um, like adrenaline type of moments. Yeah. Which I think is it's funny because I can't see you having a comfort zone. So like, Hey, you need to get out of your box. Like, I don't see that, but when it's taking your husband out of the equation, I can totally see it. Yeah. And it was me going on a boat. I'm not, I'm, I'm a little scared of water and, you know, boating and creatures and going on a cruise and then going to an island, being somewhere, you know, remote and I don't know, getting human trafficked. I don't know. <laughs> hey, that's a, that's a legit fear. <laughs> it was, it was real. But you had a great time. You were with your BFF, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That was such a big trip. And I even went in the water. Like it wasn't even like, okay, yeah, she went on the cruise. I went on the cruise. I got off the boat. I went to the beach. I went in the water. Like there were so many big things, milestone moments, that whole trip that it was so great, such great memories. And, and that's just one, you know, we've talked all these moments just about one. We have so many trips and things like that, that it's really hard to pick a favorite. Mm -hmm. We've done so many things with our families that are like some of the most ingrained memories for my children, you know, renting houses together, you know, doing Airbnbs and staying, you know, four days together, like literally in the same house together, sometimes sharing a bathroom, even though Shannon didn't like that or, <laughs> but it's my only request. It really is. <laughs> But to, you know, for ha to have our whole families together, those are huge to now be doing things without our children. We just went to Nashville a couple months ago and that was just an adult trip. Again, it was just another like big thing, even though that was just like within the U.S., but big thing because 
Dave to go to Nashville and it's like really crowded and I don't know we had the best time though there were so many great memories there and so many things that we did and they had already been there and kind of showing us around and knowing the things that we would like and the places to eat and the bands to listen to or whatever it was just all well planned and totally enjoyable. Do you think that your relationship would be the same if your husbands didn't like each other? Yeah. No. So no. there would still be a bond. You'd still be friends, but maybe just not as much stuff going on. Yeah. And I know that from experience what happens with friends that it's, it's difficult. It's not difficult to be friends. It's just difficult to be so involved in someone's life. And so like there for the day to day and the support. Yeah. I, I don't think so. Yeah. And I think that their friendship, obviously they were introduced by us mm-hmm. and maybe even from the beginning, they they saw, you know, like they liked each other. They had some things in common or whatever, but now they're like the same people. (laughs) They have, they're growing into the same old guy. Yeah. They are like the same old man. Like (laughs) things. They, they like the same things. They complain about the same things. They're on the same level. They want to do the same thing. They're like, oh yeah, the girls want to go down to saying, well, we're only going if, like they have their little, we know what they're going to say because they're exactly alike in the way that they're thinking for when we are planning to do things. And if there's any time that you see us together, whether it's book club or anything that's sort of a girls event, there's a mirror boys event going on somewhere. Like the boys are not sitting home by themselves. They're all getting wings somewhere or. If we have book club, they're doing their own book club. We'd watch The Bachelorette and we'd have like Bachelorette night, whatever. They're like, well, we're having Bachelor night. <laughs> They're just going out without us. They're not watching The Bachelor. <laughs> yeah. I think that's yeah. awesome because that really, that can strengthen a relationship when you have both parties clicking like that, because then you guys enjoy to be together. They enjoy being together. So all four of you enjoy being together. And that's actually not very common. I don't think not in what I've seen. No. I do think it's rare. I've had that a lot in different, in my friend groups, and it is exponentially easier to make those plans and and do things consistently with each other when that is the case. You know, on the weekends, you want to spend time with your significant other, but you also want to spend time with your friends. And so it just really, it works out to be that we all do these same things together. The boys like to go on the boat. We like to lay out in the sun. We like to go on the boat. Like we're all happy doing what we're doing. A lot of times when couples don't have things in common, you know, you're wind up, I don't know, like at the racetrack and you have zero desire to watch cars race. But if you were there, you know, with your girlfriends and your husband, and then it's like, okay, sure. We'll go watch this car race because you have your girls and your husband. And now your husband's happy because you're with him and he has his friend, you know, and then you have your girlfriend. I don't know. just, those are the situations that seem to be some, we might not be our first choice of what we want to be doing, but we do it to be together doing it. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And I love that your kids, because they've grown up together and because of the way you've taught them how to get along and that it's not just a fair weather friendship, you know, like, oh, she made you mad. Okay. My husband and I, we have friends where, you know, he's friends with the husband. I'm friends with the wife and we actually all get along, which is great, but maybe our kids don't. Right. Like, oh, I don't want to go. I don't want to go with you to that. And so I think having that dynamic of you all get along, you all do things, you all enjoy each other. 
I think that's really special. Yeah. So have you guys ever had any challenges in your relationship that you've had to like, I mean, besides, you know, wanting your own bathroom, has there ever been anything that made you question or you felt you had to work out somehow? I don't think so. I feel like it's weird to say no. I know. <laughs> well, it is weird to say no, <laughs> Shannon, <laughs> because uh, most people have complications. <laughs> like me telling her to get a real problem because we don't have a plan. And I'm like, it's fine. Come on. Like, I don't even know. Like, I don't know if there's anything that there's never been a, we have to talk this out. No. We have to work through this. Not even, you know, I'm trying to think, I was trying to think like if anything between the kids, cause I feel like that happens a lot with other friends. Yeah. There's problems between the kids that then the moms have to kind of talk through, but we haven't had that. And no, come to Jesus type of meetings that were like, we got to talk this out, get through this. I think it's actually a gift that you guys can say that. Oh, it's so, crazy. Like even trying feel, to think through it. Yeah. <laughs> well, don't feel bad, Shannon, that you have, you know, that you want to say no, because that that's special. It is. How many years? 21, 21. I think last year, right. was 20. Yes. Cause you got me a ring. She got me a ring. <laughs> Your 20th anniversary. Of <laughs> You know, it's really great because, you know, my whole obsession with XOs, she got me a ring that has, that I'm not wearing right now, but it's a pinky ring and it has two X's. So it means 20, 20. and, but it's two X's on, and it comes together on like a little pinky ring. So that was our 20th. I love it. So, I mean, you guys have genuine love for each other. It's not just, oh yeah, she's my friend. Sometimes I think that bond can be stronger than families. Yeah. Well, I don't have a sister and I don't, I mean, I have a brother that I'm not totally close with. I love him dearly, but you know, different as a brother too, but it is as, it's as close to me having a sister that, you know, I have chosen, you know, that's something that's different than, you know, your siblings, you can't choose them. You love them because they're your sibling. You know, even if you don't like them, you love them and you, yeah, whatever. But your friends, you you have a choice and you don't have to keep those people in your life and you can shut it down at, at any point or you can build it up. And I think we like choose to build it up every day. Like there's every day we look for an excuse to get together or hang out or do things together. Even the things that we don't like want to be doing. Well, if we could do it together, then we'll do it. Yeah. I, we make those excuses all the time. <laughs> <laughs> but there are, there are things that we know that we can also encourage each other to do, you know, after my surgery, I wanted to start, you know, walking all the time. So then that was something we just did together. And we don't sit on the phone and, you know, talk for an hour, but we'll text each other and say, can you walk? Yeah. And then that will be our talk time because we do have something to talk about for an hour, but we're not just going to like sit and talk about it unless we're like, you know, on a boat with a drink in our hand, then maybe, but, (laughs) but otherwise we would rather be on a bike ride or on a walk. And we get in two hours sometimes of bike riding time and we talk the entire time. And then we get home, (laughs) we get in the driveway and then we still have like 30 minutes of standing in the driveway. Right. We still have have stuff to talk about. And then we text each other 10 minutes later. I totally forgot. How? (laughs) It happens all the time though. It's it's not even like sometimes. It really is all the time. We there's things that we still have to either tell each other. And when when things like that happen where I didn't tell you about that, we're like shocked. Yeah. Because how did something go untalked about? Yeah. 
think that's so awesome. I, I really feel like a lot of people don't have that. I mean, I think we all have a desire to have that, especially women. We have our husbands, like my husband's my best friend, but I still need female companionship. Like I still need to be able to have fun with my girlfriends or, you know, sometimes guys don't understand certain things that we're going through, but my girlfriend will. Different way of relating. I even told my husband this recently, but he said something about me laughing, like the way that we were laughing, the girls. And he's like, You never laugh like that with me. And I'm like, But I'm not silly with you. Like, <laughs> right. say it's for my girlfriends. Yeah. That's different so dynamics. It, it plays, things just play out differently. And what I think is worth noting is the level at which we can be ourselves with each other. You know, I, make fun of myself by like, you know, always having my makeup done or whatever, but really it doesn't matter how, whatever I'm going through or how I present myself or what, I don't even have to think about it. If I'm, if it's Shannon that is involved, you know, if, if it's going to be Shannon coming over or Shannon seeing me, or I don't think that same way that I might have to think about what I'm wearing or what I'm doing. I mean, if we're talking about what I'm wearing, it's because I really want to know what to get dressed, you know, where if we're going out to dinner, but as far as being ourselves, I, I just, I don't even have to think about it like that. I could just be, yeah. you know, Shannon's one of the very few people that have seen me without eyeliner. <laughs> <laughs> we talk about- always with some tears in her eyes too like I'm so sorry yeah I have eyeliner on yeah I, know I look weird I can't take it for myself and <laughs> but it's not true she looks beautiful without eyeliner you know I just I I don't even think twice about it she's seen me at my worst and at my best she's definitely been there uh in in all of of those moments and it is it's something worth noting it's not on accident it's purposeful it's intentional it, it's things that I don't even have to ask for I had surgery and she knows how I feel about you know like my hair and my makeup and whatever and I couldn't do those things for myself she came over with like a basket of things not only was there like pickle chips and a new blanket and you know all the things that would make me smile but then she did my hair I mean podcast you can't see her hair but she's short blonde straight hair and I am black curly long like crazy hair that she had to spray with a water bottle comb out it took like two hours of her combing out my hair just to be able to put it in a ponytail like who would do that a real friend that's right. it because she knew it was making me crazy to not be able to put my you know to do my hair and put it in a ponytail and be feel fresh you know after having surgery well this might be a weird question but what do you think like just in this split second right now what would your life be like if you hadn't met hmm. i mean I know that's a hard one because you really can't right it's hard to imagine i would not i feel like i would not be as healthy like i feel like you keep me healthy mentally and physically. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely. But even like before we met, I had never exercised. Oh no, no. I take that back. I went to a few yoga classes randomly. I was the kid who walked the mile at school, at school when we had to do the mile and, you know, clocked in at like 15 minutes and last one in the dressing room. That was something that I, I always admired about you. And then going through, you know, the kids being in preschool and having a few hours of free time in the day was such a novel idea at that time. You were like, work out with me, run with me. And I'm like, you're crazy. And she did, but I did. I loved it. 
and now it's, you know, being outside and bike riding and exercising and moving and it keeps me sane. But I feel like you gave me that as a gift. Yeah. Because I didn't know. I had no idea. I wish I would have learned it when I was younger. And it was crazy to me to think like you never worked out. Like you never, because I don't remember a time in my life when I didn't, maybe younger than 10, I've worked out my entire life. So it was crazy for us to meet at like 30, 29, 30, whatever it was that we were. She'd gotten that far in life and never worked (laughs) out. Like, how do you look the way you look? Well, and a lot of people would have been like, oh, wait, you've never worked out and you look that good. I can't be friends with you. (laughs) (laughs) You I have to work out every day. That was very strange concept to me. And I just, you know, anything that I do, I'm, I'm, I always want to take everybody along for the ride. I'm definitely a more of the merrier and anything like if I'm going to get into something. You're doing it with me because <laughs> we all know I ain't doing it alone. I don't do anything alone. I don't even like to go to the bathroom alone. <laughs> That's why I don't need my own bathroom. I know there's so many things about both of you that like, I literally have wondered over the last, you know, since I met you, there's some envy there. I mean, it's not a bad envy because I don't dislike either one of you because of that envy. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like I aspire to be like you, you know, to have, but friendship has always been very important to me. I didn't have a lot of like real friends growing up. You know, I had a few, then I had friends who would be friends with me when it was convenient for them or mm-hmm. until they met someone else, you know, things like that. So I've always wanted really close friends. And I think I've really been blessed over the last 20 years to find several really really good, good, close friends. And we don't talk all the time. We don't even see each other. We all live in different states. Most of us now, my fondest memories of living near you was being with you and Katie and all your friends, Mm -hmm. you know, that's obviously how we met Shannon, but like, I felt at home and I did in, like I said, I envied like certain relationships that I saw, but it didn't keep me from going. It just made me want to be around you guys even more. Cause I was like, oh my gosh, like it's so amazing. Yeah. You said, what would your life be like without like, that just makes me want to cry. Like to even think about it. Like I could seriously cry. But I think that in the like positive aspect of it, I always had different groups of friends and great friendships from those different groups of friends. But it's like, you don't know what you're missing, you know, until you have that, you know, you, like, you don't know what you don't know. And now that I know it, I can't imagine not having it. And that's why it like could bring me to tears. I don't think I ever would have known that unconditional type of like love and support and understanding and whatever of a friend that then wasn't like me. I think that's something that I have always liked in friends. I don't look for people who are like me. I don't think I get along with people who are like me. We're so different that we balance each other out. There's none of that. What would you even call it? I don't know if it's like attention or things that might build, like when you kind of like bump heads because you're the same. Like even yeah. if I'm all fired up about something, Shannon's usually gonna like talk me down from it or be able to show me a side of it that I didn't think of instead of like adding fuel to the fire. I think that balance of us is something that I can't imagine not having that. Like, I don't know who I would be if I was just that fired up all the time or if I if I didn't have something, someone. To balance you out. So different too. There's not a thread of competition in our friendship. 
and I I know is present in other friendships, even some of my closest friendships. It's still there a little bit. It's a you know it's kind of like a sibling sort of a thing where there's just that little bit of you feel it. Yeah, and I don't ever feel that. Yeah, that just that's that doesn't exist. Yeah, I mean she's gonna pick out pillows for her couch that I would never buy. So I don't want them. <laughs> they belong on your couch. And that's why it's so easy for us to shop for each other. Because it's like, you know, this, it, Shannon would never have anything neon in her house like this. <laughs> but that she knows that you would love it. Yeah, Right. She would buy that as a gift for five different people she loves, including her husband. But it wouldn't be her thing, no. you know? And that is, it's those things that I think take out that almost competition or whatever, like she said, where uh, it's that balance. It's just such a balance then. I feel like that's some advice right there. Like, Hey, if you are wondering why you can't have friendship or why you're struggling, like there shouldn't be any competition. I think that's really a huge aspect of some of the failed friendships is that I have to be as good as her. Oh, I'll never be at her level. So we can't be friends. And animosity can come from, from competition too. So if you've had bad feelings towards each other, I think it makes a huge difference in the longevity of your relationship when you don't have any of those things, those bumps in the roads, the fact that we can't think about a time where we like full on like upset each other or like had to have a heart to heart. And again, nothing wrong with that. But the fact that we can't come up with a time that was like we needed to really talk about you know, define maybe some boundaries in our friendship or, you know, don't do this to me. Don't talk to me like this. Or I don't, I don't know, like we don't have those things. It's just, it's why we can continue to think that it's a, it's an always and forever thing. Something may come up, you know, in the future. That's not to say that it would derail our friendship. It's just that up until this point, 21 years in, and we can say, you know, like that just means we have really great communication we have really great understanding for each other and who we are and where we come from. Even if I were to maybe like say something that may be a little off color, or if I like maybe she didn't like something that I said, I think she would still find the, but it's just Joey. Like she, I know what she means by that. Even if she said that, you know, like we have that like understanding of each other enough to say. Yeah. Not to be too sensitive to things. Yeah. I think it's so awesome. I am so grateful that there's examples like that out there though, so that we can learn that that can happen. It's not just a dream. It's a reality. And you guys have that. And that's so amazing. And unexpectedly, because like I said, we didn't have anything in, you know, particularly in common in the beginning, you know, like knowing before we established on the, you know, fertility stuff, it wasn't like we were drawn to each other and some, for some other reason, I liked her shoes and we started talking about it or, you know, it wasn't anything like that. We were pushed together, put together and, you know, that developed, it just like happened. I, I really do feel like it was, it's a God thing for me because it is exactly what I needed at that point in my life because of what I was going through and my struggling. And I had plenty of friends, of course, but not that we're going through that. And that was something I was lacking was people who were in the same spot as me at that time. And I didn't know how to deal with those closest to me at that point. And, you know, them being pregnant or you know, there was, it was so stressful. And then to have like, then insert Shannon was like, 
oh my gosh, okay, this is definitely what I need. I feel like things like that are definitely a godsend because I think that he knew in this life we would have hard times and sometimes we might get lonely. And I think he purposely sends us friends, specific friends. You know, we, we have all kinds of friends, but I think when we're ready or if he knows we need it, he sends us specific friends to be there with us who he knows will support us no matter what. Yeah. Sometimes we also take it for granted and don't really see that. And I think with any relationship, it's really important to do things that will strengthen your relationship where it doesn't just drizzle off over time. Yeah. We make those moments too, where her thing might not be my thing, but I'll do it because she wants to do it or vice versa. You know, there are things that we do for each other because those are, again, those moments that we feel we can grow through, you know, like Dave going down to St. Pete for Shannon's birthday to go to a dance club is like, what? Dave went to a, like, was it 80s or something? 70s. 70s, 70s dance ago. club, disco club in amazing. downtown St. Pete. Like Dave's like Aunt Shan. <laughs> what are we doing? I can't even believe we're doing this, but it's Shannon. And Dave's like, all right, I'm all in. Send it. Doing those things that you really have no desire to do. And oh my gosh, did we have the greatest time. Stepping out of your comfort zone. And I mean, it wasn't I, out I was of mind. Yeah, yeah, I was fine, but. <laughs> like but Dave's comfort zone. <laughs> for Dave, right. And Dave had a great time that way too. You know, not just Shannon to me, but Dave having that, you know, love for Shannon too. Like, okay, you know, if you want to do this. Oh, I think it's just beginning. Yeah. Now we're not tied down by children anymore. And I say that positively, but now that we're like, oh my gosh, what do we do with all this time now? But then everybody's getting out of their comfort zone. Yeah. I see it. Yep. Shannon, Shannon ventures are just beginning. Shannon's going to get Dave to go to Europe. It'll happen. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, uh, when it happens, let me know. Cause <laughs> podcast. Yeah, podcast. <laughs> we're going to be like, okay, Dave, tell us all about your trip. <laughs> He's going to sit there and tell you all about how he had no desire and did not want to go and said he wouldn't. And, and it was because Shannon like threw it down. Like, you know, she's going to say something real serious. Like we don't know how much longer we have to live and we should have good food by the water <laughs> and we should go see Lake Fusaro in Italy together. <laughs> I love it. Well, yes, yeah, seriously, I can't wait. We, we'll have to do like a big group episode with all of you to tell us what happened. <laughs> oh my gosh. Can you imagine? That would be so great to have Dave's side. <laughs> I would love I it. Can you, you're just, you're thinking of it already. Like it would be, wow. He'd probably <laughs> like have a yoo-hoo <laughs> just for you. <laughs> and he would make a big deal about what he was drinking. <laughs> yeah, he would. Yeah, he would. Yeah. Oh my gosh. No, I love watching the things that you guys post on Facebook and, you know, about your families and your trips and your, your times together. And I really appreciate you guys sharing it with us today. And definitely let's get together again after your big, your big Europe trip. Well, Shannon really is going in like three weeks, but we're not going with her to that one. We're going to need some time to plan. But <laughs> <laughs> She did mention going to uh, Vegas for her 50th like years ago. 
and he was he's been on it and he was like he he keeps now it's getting closer now this year is her 50th every once in a while he'll say are we are we really doing that like she mentioned that like like five years ago is she really serious because <laughs> he he told her he would do it well, just like he go back on his word you never know you can get him to do things but it is all in the name of a good time and it's because of our friendship that we do those things that each other wants to do even though it's not maybe your first choice you do it to do it together and have the experience that's amazing well thank you guys for sharing and i can't wait to see you again all right thanks thank you for joining me on test talks today don't forget to use my code test talks at getoutpass.com to get your fun passes today. I hope you enjoyed my conversation with Joey and Shannon. It's so amazing to be able to hear stories of unconditional friendship and that bond and love that we can have with each other. I know we all have friends, but sometimes we don't feel like we have a friend that we can go to with anything who will never judge us, but I know it's possible. So if you're not sure you have a friend like that, take one of your friendships and start building it and growing it to become unconditional. I am so grateful for all the friends that I have in my life. As I've grown, my friendships have changed, my expectations have changed, and I'm so grateful for all of those that I have in my life and who have helped me grow and who have been such an amazing blessing and a godsend to me. This week, connect with your friends, old and new. Make sure they know that you care about them and that you love them and that you will always be there for them. I'm so grateful for everything I've been learning. I hope you guys have had an amazing month of love. And as always, love hard, live full, and laugh often. And I'll see you next time.